Hello and welcome to the Villain Era podcast. My name is Justine, also known as Just Fit Justine, if you follow me online. And guys, I'm excited to share this episode with you. Honestly, I went back and forth. I typed it all out because I like to write. So I like wrote everything out and then I was like, oh man, am I ready to share some of this stuff? Because I get, I've shared, I've said this so many times, right? But I feel like when I talk about something good, I'm going to jinx it. And I'm like, this is really good. And then I'm like, what if he, like, what if it all ends in like a minute? And then like, well, you know what, if it does, it's a learning experience, right? Um, you can't chase away what is meant for you in the universe. So with this week, I'm going to talk about how it's felt super differently, finally dating someone nice and healthy versus all the fuck boys that I've been dating. So that's definitely what we're going to dive into. Um, a little bit of a life update. One of the things I want to hit on, which I know that, I mean, um, I'm not really a believer that people, everyone on the internet has to speak about everything, but I have been pretty vocal that I am someone that likes to speak up about things. Um, and I have been very silent about what is going on in the world right now and what is going on in the Middle East. And I just wanted to explain myself a little bit. I got not I know I don't have to, but um, basically, I just feel like with my past relationship, my past marriage, you know, my ex was Muslim, he was Palestinian um, with his family members. I just feel like no matter what I say, if I, you know, if I made a huge stink about standing up for Palestine, um, I would get hate if I, you know, said anything on the opposite side. I would get hate. Um, I think pretty much no matter what I say, it would come back to me. I'd probably get some sort of email about whether I'm doing it for likes or I'm doing it for blah, 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 or, oh, I had such a problem being married into this like family that I, that was not my problem at all um, until my husband started to try and make me convert. There was never a problem for me. And so I just want to kind of explain that at this point, I have chosen to protect my mental health because I don't want to open that door right now. Um, so that is, yeah, that's that. I, I usually like to speak on things, um, but I think there's a lot more educated people than me. There's a lot of things going on. And so I will leave that. Uh, this is a fight I'm going to stay out of this time. Also very much understand my privilege and being able to say that. I know that that's not something everyone can, you know, feel like they can be quiet on. Other life updates though, October has been awesome. I have, is my birthday month. Um, yes, the month. <laughs> I only, I really only celebrated like three days. I wasn't too obnoxious, but I had a really freaking awesome birthday party and so many people showed up. And yes, I am that person who loves to celebrate their birthday. Like I told my sister, I just don't understand when people get all shy about singing happy birthday. Please sing happy birthday to me. I want the attention. I am not going to shy back and be like, no, no, no. Oh, I feel awkward. No, I bask in it. I love it. You can sing happy birthday to me all month. Thank you very much. Um, but I, yeah, so I had a birthday party that like so many people came to and it just felt really awesome because I haven't even been in Austin for a year. And also people who came and didn't really know anyone else, like multiple people sent me messages after just saying how kind and inviting everyone was and how everyone had such a great time. And that just made me feel 
really proud of the people I surround myself with and everyone in my life. So that made me so, so happy. And then on my actual birthday, I just did a little dinner. My sister cooked for me. Well, she cooked for me and my boyfriend and Kylie. And um, we just did dinner over there. And then I went to a comedy show, of course, because that is all I ever do. And there was, you know, no real like gifts. It was just intimate being with my people there. And it's what I've wanted for so many years. Honestly, I had this last year, my cousin and her husband did an amazing and my best friend did an amazing job at making me feel really welcome, which was my first, like, you know, first birthday post-divorce. And this year was just so nice to be with someone who he didn't have to get me a gift. He didn't have to spend me, spend a lot of money. And he just showed up when honestly asking him to show up on a Thursday night is a big deal because that's kind of like asking someone with a corporate job to, you know, show up at Tuesday at two o'clock, you know, like, can you celebrate my birthday on Tuesday at two o'clock from two to five? You know, most people that have a job, they'd be like, what? That's crazy. Um, but, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's when his main working hours are. So I was so grateful that we were able to do that. And then, um, yeah, birthday dinner. Then I went to a live podcast, which it was Shannon Ford. I think she's hysterical, but it was also really cool to see her live show and be like, man, is that where I want to take this? Is this what I want to be doing in a few years? And really feeling a little bit more of a spark and excitement and commitment to the podcast. So that was fun. And then otherwise, yeah, I mean, I went so hard on my birthday weekend. And then the next weekend, I just freaking had to chill, watch some scary movies, check out a little cute Harry Potter bar, but overall take a very nice relaxing weekend from that. So with all of that being said, let's dive into this week's topic of how it feels being in a healthy relationship versus being versus being in a shitty one. And this is actually such perfect timing that I was going to record this because I didn't even know. I last night, so last night my boyfriend and I, we went to a concert and then after we got McDonald's and if you guys know me, I am obsessed with sweet tea. It is my favorite thing. And so I, we, I just, I just got um, a large sweet tea from McDonald's and I didn't put like any ice in it on purpose. Cause like, I'm just going to have a little bit of it. It was late at night. I knew I wanted to be able to sleep. And then I was like, I'll have this for tomorrow. And so we go back to his place and then we're about to go upstairs and I look around and I'm like, babe, where's my sweet tea? And he said, oh, I, I thought he said, oh, I put it away. And so then this morning I woke up and I had just a tiny, tiny headache, a little bit hungover. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait to go have that like ice cold sweet tea. Cause I thought I had been sitting in the fridge all day, all night. And he looked at me, he's like, no, no, I threw it out. I was like, you threw it away. I thought you put it away. He's <laughs> like, no, I, I was cleaning up and I threw it out. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so mad. <laughs> And so it was fine, right? I was like joking around, but I'm sitting here at like an hour ago and I knew he had a show tonight at eight and he calls me. He's like, Hey, I don't have time to, are you home? I don't have time to come up, but can you run downstairs really quickly? And my head of course is almost, Oh my God, what's wrong. But I go downstairs and he's out in his truck and he just has a freaking gallon of sweet tea. That's from a restaurant. That's like they don't even have these restaurants in Austin. They're like an hour and a half away. He's like, this is the best sweet tea. And he had brought that to me. And I'm like, oh my God, so precious. Then I'm literally sitting here recording in the Jonas Brothers t-shirt he got for me. And I'm also drinking tea from the Hoover Dam mug he got for me. Like he's just precious. And he does these little things that are just 
so thoughtful and it feels so great. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to share kind of some stories here and I'm going to hope he never listens to this. I don't think so. I don't think he has any intention of listening to uh, my podcast. It's not really his thing, but also I, he is on so many podcasts. He probably does at least one a week and then he has his own. And I started to listen to one of his podcast episodes and it felt super invasive to me. It was talking about how he got broken up with about wanting to wear Crocs to a wedding, which sums up, you know, I think you just got to appreciate someone for who they are. And I was like, man, I feel like I should not be hearing this story through a podcast, but if I'm going to hear about this, I should hear it from him. So I stopped listening. But then I am a psycho and he told me that he talked about me on a podcast. And so of course I went and I listened to like five, I like school, I didn't listen to them all, <laughs> but I scrolled through like five different ones, like trying to tack the date of like when he would have talked about me. And he was like, you know, I'm seeing this lady now. And I, I just know I really like her because I'm showering a lot more. <laughs> and it was so sweet because he also has a joke about me. Um, he has a few jokes about me at this point. So we met the first week of August and honestly when we met things really just clicked you know we met on a Saturday night um it's really funny he had come up my roommate was vaping and he had come up and he hit my roommate's vape and then I was telling him a story I don't even remember what I was telling him about I was telling him a story and then he just handed the vape back and literally walked away in the middle of the story and I was just like excuse me sir and then he came back like 10 minutes later and tried to hit the vape again. And I was like, listen, Kylie's going to be nice to you because she's a comic too. But that was so rude. I was like, you don't get to just hit the vape and then walk away when I'm in the middle of talking to you. And I called him out for being rude. And he was just like, oh my gosh. And then he didn't remember my name. He kept calling me like Jeanette, all of this stuff. And somehow me calling him out with being rude turned into flirting. <laughs> and from that, he ended up getting um he asked me for my number and I put his my number in his phone and then I had been talking about how much I love koozies and he like went and he disappeared and he came back and he gave me a koozie that had his number on it but then it said my name and everyone thinks it's so funny because it says my name but his number and he was like well I wanted to make sure you know that I remembered your name and I didn't call you like Jeanette or Janine or Jessica anymore and I'm like oh and of course, I still have that koozie and I will not use it because I can't risk losing it. And so we met, we hung out. Then his roommate is a pretty big like comic uh, personality. And they were like, hey, we're going to go back to our place and play games. You guys want to come? Me and my roommate thinking this is like some code or they're going to play drinking games, all this stuff. No, we literally go back to their house and play board games at like two in the morning and this man, I'm just sitting there like he's, we're flirting and he's helping me um, with the game. Like we're sitting by each other. And then everyone ends up like my roommate and this guy go on a walk, the, his roommate and the other girl that he was with, like go to his room or something. And it's just the two of us sitting there. We're like sitting there and sitting there. And I'm like, is he ever going to freaking like try to kiss me? And I like finally kind of just like went in and I'm like, oh my goodness, this man, he's being so respectful. <laughs> Um, and then we continued to hang out that night and he was like rubbing my shoulder and his roommate kept trying to be like, you guys should go upstairs. You guys should go upstairs. And from what I know, he was rubbing my shoulders and then he just kept looking at his roommate and like giving him a wink. And he's like, nah, man, I'm good. I like wink. And actually he at no point 
attempted to bring me upstairs or make any kind of move like that but it was just super sweet and then me and my roommate went home and it was Sunday and I was like so tired but he had been like hey I'm gonna go see this band on Sunday you guys should come and so I was like okay I'm coming and basically we saw each other oh my god we went and saw this band and then we went and saw random live hometown wrestling wow sorry guys I thought I was gonna try and keep this a condensed version but as I'm talking about it you can tell I just get so excited and happy um so we <laughs> yeah we had like gone out on a Sunday and then while we're out he's like oh I'm like what's wrong he's like well my roommate made a inst and his roommate has a, like three three hundred four hundred thousand Instagram followers like roommate ain't an Instagram story making fun of me and everyone keeps sending it to me and tagging me in it and I didn't think anything of it I was like oh okay like whatever and so then we end up spending the day together and he takes me home and then I get on and I look at his roommate's Instagram story and the roommate's Instagram story is not just making fun of him but it is oh well you know I had this liberal hippie girl in my house and she was in here talking about abortions and my roommate is a NASCAR driver and he's from Texas and I have never seen a man flip his ballot so quickly and all this for you know chase the pussy of this little hippie liberal girl and like all of this stuff and I just shot him and I was like you didn't say that the Instagram story was also about me and he's like well I was having such a great time with you I didn't want you to get upset or like ruin the night and it didn't upset me I thought it was hysterical I sent it to all my friends I should have screen recorded it for like whenever the future is but yeah so that was like that and then, then literally the next day he asked me on a date and we went on our first date and basically saw each other almost every day well actually I will say the night we were supposed to go on a date on Tuesday and he ended up canceling on me telling me that he didn't feel good and he was sick and I did freak out a little that day because I was like oh my gosh maybe he just didn't like me after our date on Monday and then I ran into one of his roommates and I thought his roommate was acting weird I was like oh probably told him he doesn't like me anymore and none of that was the case but um oh yeah I'm like <laughs> can you just tell how excited I get talking about these things Oh, and the first Monday too, like the day that we were going to go on our date, he called me and I missed the call and he left a voicemail and he was just like, hey, uh, I don't know if people leave voicemails anymore, but I just want you to know I'm thinking about you and I look forward to seeing you tonight. And I'm just like, this is so freaking precious. Yeah, when we came, when we went on our first date, he literally, he drives like an ice truck for work and he picked me up in the freaking massive box truck and I walked outside and he was in jean jorts, he was in jorts and Crocs driving an ice truck and I'm like never in my life have I dated someone like this before and I was just like and we were going to Barton Springs which is an outdoor swimming pool and we pull up and I looked at him I was like did you bring a swimsuit and he's like oh I'm just gonna go on my jorts and I was like what <laughs> yeah jorts and Crocs and now I don't even think twice about it but <laughs> that was our first date and then we went to a food truck and it was just awesome and then he took me home and again I had to make the move to kiss him I'm like this man is not going to drop me off and not kiss me yeah so that was just like so freaking cute and then the next weekend he had a whole bunch of shows and literally he showed up you know Friday night he showed up at the bar I was at for 15 minutes because that's all he had in between shows just to see me and then on Saturday night he showed up at the comedy club I was at and I was sitting in the green room with all the other comics and he kissed me in front of 
everyone and everyone in the green room was just like like oh okay like I think because a lot of people you know I'm I'm comedy adjacent I'm not a comic but people know me around and everyone's definitely like and everyone knows him he's pretty well known so when we and I think again we are very different I don't think anyone would have seen this coming that we would be together um so when that happened I was like oh my god but like it felt so nice I mean that was that's the first thing that comes to mind of well I've just listed a million things about one someone initiating a date someone calling someone being up front like not having questions about all of this but I think that was such a huge one too is like right away he was just like listen I'm gonna kiss you in front of people whereas I've told the story about how like veggie literally ran into me at the bar and acted like he didn't know who I was and the night before he was telling me he loved me I'm like no this man is just like in front of everyone this is my lady and I love that but overall it's been so intentional he really hasn't like left me questioning about how he felt and one of my good friends early on was just like it's so refreshing to see two people who are really just into each other and being open about it and you guys aren't playing games and you guys aren't like fucking with each other you're both just like hey I like you I like you too and being open and honest about it and it's been so amazing like I haven't had to sit and just question and also yeah like I haven't had any problem expressing my feelings or how I feel towards him so one of the other big things that came up is that I have obviously dated a lot of guys who didn't want a relationship which I was like what do you why are you asking me on dates, right? Like you're initiating this, you're asking for my number, you're taking me on dates. Why are we doing this if you don't want a relationship? Like just, if that's what you want to be, like just go for a hookup. Quit trying to like fuck with my head here. And it was so different with him. I didn't have to worry about that at all. We were literally a week and a half in from when we had met. And again, we'd seen each other almost every day except when he was sick and he we went to a pool party and he brought me home. He's like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, Oh gosh, like what's going on. And he said, I just want you to know on Thursday, I have to do a comedy show that is a dating show and girls dress up in inflatable costumes. And then I'm supposed to pick one based on their answers and go through the dating show. And I want you to know that I signed up for this before I met you. And I want you to know that I have no intention on taking any of these girls on a date. You're the only one I want to go on a date with. You're the only person I want to see. And I was just like, oh my God, so nice. And actually at that pool party as well, he had even said to me, you know, I really haven't dated much the past few years and I was really focused on comedy and work and I just didn't have the time. but that's changing now. And I want to make dating with you a priority. And then another time he'd also said, I, he was telling me about his last relationship and how it didn't really work out. And he said, after that, I just said, you know, I'm not going to date anyone or see anyone if they don't bring a benefit to my life. And I want you to know that I see you bringing a huge benefit to my life. And I'm just like melting on the inside. So I think that was a huge difference, right? I mean, I've seen so many dated all these fuck boys who you know, veggie wanted to be like, oh, I'm not dating anyone else. And you're not allowed to date anyone else. But also, I don't want to be your girlfriend, boyfriend, which made no sense to me, right? He's like, I don't see this going anywhere. I want to do my own thing. I want to be single, but I'm also not dating anyone else. And then they had Dumpling Boo, who, you know, we were going on dates every week. He was saying all this stuff. And then when I brought up him getting on 
Tinder after two months, literally, I think after two months to ask someone to delete Tinder is not that crazy. It was a huge deal. And so that's been a very massive difference of someone just saying, I know what I have. I'm not going to fuck it up. I'm not going to keep looking for something that's not as great as you. And a key point to this topic is that when we had that conversation of when he brought up the conversation of I'm not dating anyone else, we had not even had sex. We had not done anything more than kiss at that point. Like he was taking his time. He was being so respectful. So again, uh, something that was just very different. And, you know, I'm not someone who is anti-sleeping on the first date. I'm not someone who thinks that changes things, but this experience did change my mind a little bit. It definitely let me see the other light of things because I got to know him so much before I had that like physical interaction that when we got, when we finally did, when we finally were intimate, I swear to God, it didn't matter what was going to happen. I was so freaking into him. I was so attracted to him. I was so attracted to his personality that like that totally overtook. And it made when we finally did, you know, have sex like that much better. And I think a lot of times that comes with time. If you sleep with someone early, then you build that intimacy, but it was definitely a different side of things. And I thought it was just great. And I, I brought up about, I'm like, oh, I felt like you were never going to make a move. And he's like, well, I wanted you to know that I really liked you and I wanted to be respectful and I wasn't trying to just do that. So I think, again, huge difference in someone who is being really appreciative and excited to be with you versus someone who's just trying to sleep with you. And then at this point, we were dating for about three weeks and I ended up going on a little weekend trip with him. And we had gone out, we'd gone to Margarita Festival, we're laying in the hotel and he's telling me something and he's like, you know, I know it's only been three weeks, but I want to make it clear what my intentions are with you. And I said, well, what are your intentions? And he said, to date you. And then I was just like, I woke up the next morning, I texted my best friend. And I said, I think I have a boyfriend, but I actually don't know. <laughs> she was like, Justine, why don't you just ask? And I was like, well, I just went along with it. Now I feel like I'm too far gone to turn around and ask. And so then we always joke around. My roommate were like, and then we didn't really say anything again about it. And then the next morning he's like, oh, I was kind of drunk last night. And I was like, maybe he didn't know what he was saying, or maybe he just meant his intention was to date me officially in the future. I don't really know. Right. And so it didn't matter because I was already a hundred percent in on him. I had stopped dating anyone else. There was nothing else going on anyway. And so I was just like, I don't know, do I have a boyfriend? And then when he started to travel on the phone a couple of times, he just started referring to me as his girlfriend. And I was like, oh, my boyfriend. And then after he won, he won this really big award in, he won this really big competition in Austin for comedy. And afterwards we went out and he just was introducing me to everyone as his girlfriend. And so my roommate was like, he just woke up one day and decided that he was going to, you were going to be his girlfriend. He just made that decision. I was like, you know what? kind of, and I'm just going with it. So it's fine. But yeah, anyway, so we went on that trip and I was so nervous. Like we just started dating and like, you're going to, what if I have to poop in a tiny hotel room? And he was so nervous. He said, cause we had to take the truck up there too. And he was like, I thought you were going to hate me. I said, she is going to get up to Waco and she's going to get in an Uber and she's going to go home and I'm never going to see her again. <laughs> And honestly, it was such a fun weekend. We like went antiquing and we went to a rain, the Texas Rangers Museum and we were nerds. And then we just relaxed and napped and 
had a great time together and I oh my god I wish we could do that again it's so much fun but um anyway yeah so he starts telling me about his girlfriend like he starts introducing me as his girlfriend I'm like okay we're on the same page because you know I feel that way too and then on my birthday I run into this other comic and she's like oh have you been hanging out and I said oh he's my boyfriend and I and she's like oh wow she was kind of weird about it and I was telling him about it later and he's like yeah it's almost been two months and I was like two months since what and he's like two months since Waco I was like okay so you did count that conversation as us being official because I didn't know and actually I still didn't I still didn't tell him that was like oh yeah Waco (laughs) you know honestly I'm like over here like I'm just telling people we started dating the day we freaking met because the day I met was done (laughs) I was in so I think another thing that is such a difference that I've really appreciated is someone wanting to be in your life I had a problem I didn't want want to meet my sister veggie never met anyone in my family my exes even my ex-husband my ex before that they really didn't ever want to be a part of my family things my I've always been fifth wheel in my family and this has not been the case. He has really enjoyed hanging out with my brother and my sister. He is even, we have plans to go to a concert with my sibling and his, my brother and his girlfriend in the future. And like he went and got tickets and he's excited for it. And that means so much to me. And he's taking them in, but then also bringing me into his life where he invited me to game night. And I didn't realize this, but his roommate after was like, yeah, I don't think there's ever been a girl at game night. And I was like, oh, I just thought it was a a co-ed thing. It's like, no, game night's always dudes. Like he really liked you to bring you to game night. And I know all of his friends know about me and things like that. So that makes me feel just appreciated. And I think it's really important that someone feels like proud and shares you in their light. And that feels amazing. And then one of the things I do keep referencing is that, you know, basically I met him and I was like, in, right? And I will say I did have another date I had been supposed to go on. I had gone on a date like right before I had met my boyfriend and the date was really great. We would have gone on a second date, but then he went out of town. We couldn't schedule things. It was like not working out. We were trying to schedule that second date. And honestly, as soon as I met my boyfriend, I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go on this. I'm so in on him, but I was just so scared that I was going to go all in on someone too quick and they weren't going to do the same thing for me. So I was like, maybe I should go on this date just to keep my options open. And I never did. I never ended up happening. We just, it just fell off. We never picked a time. But with that being said, one of the things that come came up a lot when I was dating other people with my therapist is, well, do you believe in when you know, you know, and I find that so hard to hear. And people are always saying that, well, when you know, you know, Or as soon as I met my person, I know. And this is one of the things I've talked to with my therapist and she does not believe that. And I don't really believe that because ultimately it's a beautiful sentiment, but one, there's two people in a relationship. So maybe you think, you know, but you have to have the other person. They get to make their decision too, right? Where you could think you're all in on someone. And if they're like, Hey, this isn't for me. Um, that kind of makes the, when you know, you know, not just so cut and dry. Secondly, I think so many people have their own love stories. You know, I have friends who were pursued, their 
boyfriend pursued them for years and they were not into it and they were not into it. And then one day they finally gave him a chance and now they're so happy. So it's not just so when you know, you know, because I do think that there's a balance here of the guy that's going to be your boyfriend is probably not the one giving you anxiety. The guy that's going to be your next boyfriend is probably not the one where you're playing games to, oh, I'm only going to text him back in two hours because he texted me back for two hours. It's not the guy who is ashamed to take you on dates or doesn't do anything for you, right? Like that's not your next boyfriend, but it doesn't have to also be like love at first sight. I think there's a middle ground, but I do think that you're going to know when you feel safe with someone, you're going to know when you feel giddy over someone. Like I get so freaking excited. One of my my friends too have also said, Justine, you guys have made me believe in love again. And we don't say, I don't say that yet. I tell everyone else in my life, oh, I love him. I really hope he doesn't <laughs> I tell everyone else in my life that, but I don't say that to him yet because I'm not that crazy. Um, I almost did say, I've almost said it a couple times now. And, oh God, I almost said it when he left with the, after he dropped the iced tea off. But <laughs> I think that don't get so hung up on that, right? Like, I do think you're going to feel such a difference. It's not going to be confusing. You're not going to be questioning everything. So you'll know in that regard. But also the point of dating is to get to know someone. I am so obsessed with my boyfriend, but also when I first met him, there were some things I was worried about. One being his political affiliation. Um, there were some things that I had to get to know about. We have very different backgrounds. We come from very different like ways of life. And so as much as I was so into it, I knew, hey, realistically, logically, I got to see how some of these things align too. So the point of dating is to get to know someone. It's to get to see where your values align. And it's also really easy to know or to love or to like someone to lust, right? It's really lust when it's so early on. Until you start to deal with hard shit in life, that's going to be a big difference. But I will say the difference in where this feels healthy versus the difference of dating fuckboys is just, I haven't had that anxiety around things. Even he has traveled so much. We've spent a good portion of our relationship long distance and no part of me questions what he's doing, if he's faithful, if I'm going to hear from him. And I was actually listening to a TikTok the other day about how one of the ways that you know if a relationship is going to do well is how do you handle distance? And if distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? Like you're like, oh my God, I miss him. And you, and you are so appreciative when you get back together. That's a really great sign. But if you go and you have distance from someone and that brings up all of the insecurities, it brings up, you know, well, oh, I'm worried you're out doing this, or I don't trust you with that or anger, things like that. If distance brings up the bad stuff in the relationship, that's a big sign. And that was something that happened so much in my marriage of when I traveled, there was no trust. There was always fights after I would leave. I was always guilted for it versus when this has been long trips. I mean, three, over three weeks gone at one point and just every day talking on the phone, he sends me postcards. He writes me love poems. He buys me these cute little gifts and brings them back to me. And it's just those little things that feel really awesome. But yeah, ultimately you don't really know someone until you start to go through some struggles together. And I don't think that there is supposed to be struggles yet, right? That's the point. If we're already fighting a bunch right now, 
that would also be a warning sign, a giant red flag. The other thing I really believe is that I just feel like I can be so completely myself. I tell him when I'm crazy usually, and I really show my personality. Like at my birthday, my siblings were telling him about how I peed in a hot tub. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, listen, I get in a body of water and my body just wants to pee. That's just how it works. And he just like laughed at me and I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing, but whatever. And I always will, sometimes I'll be on the phone like, well, I'll think about, should I tell him this? And I always end up telling him, I'm like, this is a weird story, but, <laughs> um, and it just feels really nice to just be able to be open with someone and honest with someone. And then to the point, not really fully knowing a relationship or how things are going to work out until you come up with conflict. We have had a very small conflict and it was nothing major, but there's just, he's super busy and he's super busy at nights on weekends. And he has this, like, I think boy brain, which I've talked to multiple of my friends about where we feel like girls are really good at multitasking versus guys are just focused on what's in front of them at the moment. And so they forget to maybe shoot a text or something. And so we had a weekend where he was supposed to come over like late. Well, he was maybe going to come over, no set plans, but I was like, Hey, text me at this time. Let me know this. He never texted me. I was pissed. I messaged him the next day. I was kind of passive aggressive, which was on me for being a little childish about it really rude on the phone. I was just like, okay, yeah, bye. I was a bitch. <laughs> I think as soon as I cut off, I felt really guilty because it's not like he's going out and he's at the bars, right? It's not like it's Friday night and he is just out wasted with his friends and I don't hear from him. Those are his work nights. And so I got off the phone. I felt really bad. And I shot him a message after and I was like, Hey, I just want to apologize for being a bitch. I'm obviously not good at hiding the way I feel. I know that your work is a hundred percent the priority. I just want you to know, I really appreciate and value you in our relationship. And I look forward to seeing you when I can. And then I freaked the fuck out and I sat there and I was like, maybe I shouldn't have said this. He's going to break up with me. What do I do? Oh my gosh. And I had so much trauma coming back from my last relationship. I was just, because in my marriage, anytime we had a fight, I'm breaking up with you. That was the first thing that happened. He wanted to break up with me over pepperoni pizza, right? Like he wanted to break up with me over everything. So I'm like, oh my God, he's going to break up with me. Right. And then I have trauma too. I think over when I was a kid, um, my dad would be supposed to come pick me up and we would just sit there waiting and waiting and waiting. And my dad would never show. And so I felt a little bit triggered that when I was like waiting for a text and I never got it. So that's kind of where that trauma came in. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, I shouldn't have sent this text. He's going to hate me, blah, blah, blah. I like call my best friends and they talk me off the ledge and all this stuff. And then finally he sends me a text back and he was like, hey, please don't ever apologize for telling me how you feel. When you let me tell, when you tell me these things, it allows me to adjust and we can work through this. And I know I need to work on better communication. And I'm like, green flags all around. Uh, taking responsibility of his part of it, not making me feel guilty, making me feel reassured. And I was just like, the smallest conflict we've had, I've just read it. And I was like, this makes me like him even more. Like, oh, 
with that being said, though, the final thing I do want to wrap up on, on what the biggest difference has been in terms of being in a healthy relationship versus being in one that fuck boys, it doesn't feel healthy, is that you still have to do the work. You still have to do the healing. And even through the therapy and the time and the time spent on yourself, you can do so much healing on your own. And that's really powerful. It needs to be done. But until you get into a relationship with someone else, you're not going to know where other people bring up those triggers. You're not going to be able to work through them the same, right? Like you can't work through anxious attachment styles when you're not trying to attach to anyone. Like that doesn't really work there. So it's been really powerful to find that balance for me of where do I feel like triggers are coming up that I want to work through myself versus triggers that come up and I want to tell him about it. And so some, another thing that's come up is obviously he's a comic. So he makes a lot of jokes. He says a lot of ridiculous things. And one day he came over and he was like, Hey, we should have a safe word. I was like, for what? He's like, if I ever make a joke that goes too far. And I was like, honestly, if you ever make a joke that goes too far, I'm just going to tell you. And he was like, you know what? You're right. Cause he had made a joke about at that point, I don't know, he had made a joke about something before. Um, but he made this joke and I was just like, I don't like that. And he was like, okay, thank you. He's like, I like that you tell me that. I like that you set me on my shit. And I mean, for instance, one of the jokes, he had made a joke about um, like, oh, when the, mi- when the cat's away, the mice will play or something. And I was like, which... Also, again, if I actually was worried about that, it would have been a bigger deal. But I did say, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like cheating jokes. I don't like cheating jokes because my ex-husband cheated on me, right? And just about every guy I dated besides like one cheated on me. And so I'm like, I don't like those kind of things. And I just tell him and he appreciates that. But just going through all of this and remembering, going through all of this and remembering that healing isn't done. It's not perfect. I still do my journaling. I still go to therapy. I still figure out why I'm reacting to certain things in a relationship. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, a lot of that's on you, but you have a partner now. So like letting them be open to what's happening here. So I think that, um, you know, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. And sometimes I freak out and get in my head because even today when he called me up and said, Hey, are you home? I can't come up, but can you come downstairs? my first instinct was, oh my God, what's wrong? Like he's mad or something happened. I don't know. Right. And he just shows up with the sweetest thing, literally sweet tea. And, uh, yeah. So I think that that's really been such a difference, right. Is noticing those things. And to the point of where I said, I didn't know if I wanted to share this. I was nervous about it. I think let's say he does break up with me tomorrow. I will be absolutely devastated but I also will have a bar that has been raised and everyone I've dated past my marriage has raised that bar a little bit more and I think it's important to remember the universe always trades up right so if something ends something better is coming into your life within that but ultimately I just want women to know you guys stand your ground know your worth it is not worth giving up your self-respect 
to sleep in someone's bed for a night or to have someone to cuddle or to like watch a movie with if they're not willing to give you what you really want. I really think that one of the reasons I found my boyfriend and the things that came into my life is I did a lot of soul searching. I wrote a lot of lists. I thought down and said, what do I want in a relationship? And I really took some time to work towards that. I mean, when I met him, we met and obviously we just, we met not on dating apps, but I had only been on, I had taken, it was right after I'd taken like those two, two to three months off dating apps that I really hadn't been on. I'd been on one date past that, that I had just gotten back on. And so I was really taking that time to myself and to reflect and say, what is really important to me? And I think that allowed space. And so the other thing that always comes up is I, I used to tell my roommate, I would tell her, Cause she just came into my life completely out of nowhere. I was not expecting it. Just internet DM slid in and we clicked instantly. And I said, if you as a friend can come into my life like that, I believe that a man can come into my life like that. Like one day someone's just going to walk in and I'd be like, wow, how did, how did I not meet you? And I think to myself all the time, how lucky I feel that I met my boyfriend. Like I, we were at a house party and I didn't want to leave the house party. My roommate wanted to leave. She was like, I really want to go to this karaoke thing. And I was like, I didn't, I'm like, fine. I like kind of gave in. I'm like, okay, we'll go. And he doesn't usually go out. Like I didn't want to go to this thing. It just blended that that happened that night and like fate intertwined and that we met in that way. And I just feel like all the time I think I'm like, I'm so lucky that I got to meet him and that he's in my life now. So, um, he's just a really great human. So again, I can't imagine that if this breaks up or anything that I'd even have something bad to say about him. Um, I'd be heartbroken obviously, but yeah. So I think it's really powerful to just like, whenever you're in these relationships, sit with your feelings, understand why is this giving you anxiety? Is this person showing up in the way you deserve? You have to remember that it's not just about how much you like someone, but are they treating you right? Like that is so big and remembering that and having faith, um, you know, I'm feeling good about this fingers crossed. So I hope everyone had a great week. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And if this resonated with you, if you enjoyed it, if you felt like you've had a really great time, um, dating post an abusive relationship, or if you are still maybe struggling in situationships, cause trust me, I felt like everyone was struggling with situationships. Let me know too. My DMs are always open.